0: friends, it's Cassie with a Happy Thinker. This is episode number 11. Hey everyone, I hope you are having a fantastic, wonderful day today. Today I am going to talk about a new method I've been practicing. Today I had quite a day. It felt like it went on forever, and I had so many emotions pop up, and I had to deal with those, which you're never going to stop having emotions, no matter how much you manage your mind, but the way you choose to respond and what you choose to do next is your most pivotal, important moment, and the reason why is this gives you the, the ability to define how your life goes and who you are. Your thoughts and your emotions are not always choices when they first pop into your brain and pop into your heart or mind. But your next choices on what you decide to do with those are in fact completely how you get to choose your life. So to make the most out of this, I've created an exercise called an emotional translation. This emotional translation, you take whatever negative thoughts that you were having, and you jot them down on a piece of paper. We're gonna put down the thoughts, not the emotions. And you work it like a a math problem. And some people who are super creative minded and math is not their forte, they're like, oh my gosh, let me shut this off. But don't worry, there's nothing complicated about it. It's a simple formula that you can break this down into to use whenever you need. The best times to use this emotional translation method is when you're having thoughts that trigger emotions that you get stuck in, that aren't benefiting you kind of emotions. Negative emotions, not always bad, and having it is sometimes a good thing. Sometimes it's a call to draw your attention to something sometimes it's just to have you experience and learn something from that negative emotion so it's not a bad thing but when the negative emotion has you and you don't have it it's time to get unstuck out of it and start to understand why you're feeling it in the first place many times we have trouble because we get confused about our feelings and our thoughts being the same things so That's what we're going to do today. Now, if you still have trouble distinguishing the difference between thoughts and emotions, which is very common, it's still easy to do even when you've been practicing mind and thought work for a long time. The best way to do it, to really get the most out of understanding how your thoughts come about, is work backwards. Think about the emotions you've been feeling lately, then think about the ideas that the emotions circulate around, and then write down all of your thoughts on a separate piece of the paper, all of your thoughts about that topic. As you list as many thoughts as possible about that topic you'll start to come up with some ones that really bother you. Those thoughts that ring in your head quite often. Those thoughts that replay in moments of stress or moments of um, not feeling your best. The thoughts that trigger other bad thoughts to come along. You know, they bring their buddies with them because they're, they're there for the party. So when you catch those thoughts on that giant list, on that separate piece of paper that you wrote down about everything you've been thinking, about that emotion you've been having, then you can start to understand the thoughts that are really bothering you, the thoughts that are really causing you problems. So we're gonna work on this. And why I call this emotional translation versus thought translation is oftentimes we don't understand our own emotions because we don't realize their thoughts first. So yes, we're doing these thoughts and we're going to translate them and into like a better way, but it's ultimately we're unknotting all of our emotions that we don't know why we're feeling that way. We're just feeling that way. Let me give an example. So here's my dilemma and my example today so i show up to get marcy after my nine to five job so to speak and i pick her up and she's crazy as most two-year-olds can get sometimes and automatically i'm trying to rein it in get her to get in the car getting her to get moving do the whole thing if you ever have tried to wrangle a two-year-old into a car seat when they're not feeling up to it you know it can be a challenge and so as this is happening and I've already got a lot in my brain, all of a sudden I start to feel defeated, devalued as a parent, all these yucky emotions that just came out of nowhere. That I was like, why am I feeling this way? So I quickly remembered that I'd been practicing this new technique that I was developing. And I thought for just a moment, what if I ran this through a simulation? What if I just ran this through my model of translation? So I said, okay, how do I translate this emotionally? Most of the time, we don't always have that super good awareness of what we're thinking, but we do in fact know what we're feeling most of the time. So I was feeling devalued as a parent and kind of did just just really low i guess you would say if you want to call that an emotion but i was feeling devalued to make it a very specific emotion so what i did is when i got to a place where i could get home and write i wrote down every single thought on that piece of paper that i talked about i jot down every single thought surrounding that situation and that emotion that i was feeling every thought that came to my mind about me not being a good parent, why can't I get Marcy to behave, what if I'm not doing a good job as a parent, you know, all the things. (music) The next step that I took was after I wrote down all the things, was that I wrote down the exact feeling. This is the important part. You need to get very specific about your feeling here. What are you feeling? I was feeling defeated. We're working backwards. Then I wrote down the thought that was really bothering me off my list. The ones that were really plaguing me. I feel defeated because I feel like a bad mom was the thought that was really making me feel the feeling in its deepest form. Feeling defeated and devalued was because I feel like I'm a bad mom. That doesn't necessarily it's not a true thought necessarily but it is my current thought and that's giving me my current result of feeling that plugged into this little math equation is i feel this i think this and then the very next portion is so pivotally important i said okay let's run it through my model here the next sentence is I choose to believe instead. This is so important to say to yourself out loud, to say it like a warrior call. I choose to believe instead, blank. I choose to think instead, blank. I choose to feel instead, blank. And mine was compassion because Marcy is an adventurous and challenging kid. Doesn't mean I'm a bad mom. It means my kid is a challenging kid. And that's a good thing but that's what it means. So my new feeling is compassion and my new thought to support it is because she's an adventurous kid. Simple as that. Not a bad thing, just a better thought than what I was thinking before and makes me feel a lot better. I take pride in the fact that my daughter is adventurous. So this is how you can use this in a normal, any day scenario where you can instantly flip the script on your own brain oh watching marcy can be so challenging and she's an adventurous kid that's a true thought that's not too far fetched for it to be true marcy is an amazing little girl but she's very challenging because she's so adventurous. She's not always that way. So I know that it's just because she's an adventurous kid and it can be difficult. So I decided to feel compassion instead of. Now, this doing this diverts the, your perspective and translates your negative thoughts and feelings to, to kind of direct your mind how you want it to think. Oftentimes, our minds run around with these thoughts that create these emotions, and we're stuck in the emotion, and we can't think of anything else. So this exercise, you can do it without this piece of paper, but seeing it translated from here's the negative thought, here's the negative feeling, then you write, I decided to feel instead, blank, and then you write the thought of why that supports that feeling that you're now going to choose to feel instead is a great way to kind of see it in your mind so that it's like a math problem. It's almost like every time you go up in your brain and realize that you're feeling something and experiencing something that is not benefiting you and is keeping you stuck in a negative emotion that's not doing anything but making you feel yucky and crummy and it's not pushing you in the right direction, it's not making you want to make a change, it's just you're stuck in it. This is when this exercise of thought translation and feeling translation is helpful. You can break this down and say, I choose to instead think and feel this. Now, here is the kicker. Our brains are wired to believe negative thoughts because they're designed to keep us out of trouble. So if we can anticipate all the bad things, then we can stay safe and we can stay alive. So your brain is designed to literally counteract this positive form of thought. So this takes a lot of practice. So my suggestion to you is do this with a big long list of thoughts. And every I decide instead, work on that thought, making it true. And how you work on a thought to make it true, so I feel compassion because I know Marcy is a challenging and adventurous kid, making that true, that's a true statement and I know it to be true, but to how I get that statement and that feeling of compassion to override is I Choose to start compounding that thought, continuing to find evidence to support this new thought so that I can continue to feel compassion. Just continually back up the thought that you're choosing to create. Now, What's going to happen, and if it doesn't happen, you're not doing it right. What's going to happen is negative thoughts are going to come up surrounding the new positive ones. And when they do, you simply say, No, in your mind, I am choosing to show compassion. And then you literally give evidence, the evidence that you come up with to show the new feeling, to express and believe the new feeling. Like a lawyer, you're like, No, def- that's not true, and this is my defense. And you literally state all the evidence until you believe it. Now, when you're doing this, make sure you come up with a thought that genuinely is already kind of believable, that it can be true at the same time. It's true that I can feel these feelings and still feel compassion too, but there's not enough room in your emotional teaspoon. For you to feel both devalued and compassion at the same time, they contradict each other and there's not enough room. So one's going to outweigh the other. So the amount of support you put behind the thought that you want to feel this new feeling is the amount you'll get out of it to be able to believe something new. Believing something new is not easy. This is not something you tell yourself one time and then you'll believe it you must continually stack up the evidence to support your new case and then pose it to your brain every time your brain comes up with that negative feeling and you pose the evidence to your brain of what we're going to feel instead and say it to yourself in your mind when you do this when you practice i decide to feel instead this And then you support all the evidence in your mind. Your brain is already going on its own little merry way, telling you all kinds of thoughts. And you're either choosing to believe them or not choose to believe them. This just gives you like an attorney for your mind. You're defending your mind on the good point of view. So doing it this way gives you the ability to stack up the odds for the positive way of viewing your life. There are some negative thoughts that aren't necessarily harmful negative thoughts. Just because you're feeling a negative emotion doesn't mean you need to get rid of it. I spoke about this in my last podcast. So if you find a thought that you want to keep because it is helping you in some form, it is pushing you towards something, it is making you want to make change, it is um, making you realize or understand something in a good way, then you don't have to get rid of that thought. Not all negative feeling is bad. Negative feeling is the balance of good, good feelings. And as humans, we feel both. So decide which thoughts you want to change and get rid of because they're no longer benefiting this lifestyle or person you want to be. And that's where you need to do your work and change. But I hope this thought translation, now that you can work it out on paper and then do it in your own mind, supporting your new case of emotional translation of the emotions you're choosing to want to feel instead is helpful. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Go to my website at happythinkerlifecoach.com. You can find me on Bing or type me into the search bar in Google and you'll find me with the best results that way. You can go enter into my sweepstakes for this month. I'm giving away one free coaching program to somebody who wins the sweepstakes at the end of May. I will be announcing that winner. So look out for that because this is a huge value. It is a $1,200 value Completely free. You can enter yourself in or a friend or a family member you know um, will, will want you to, and of course, get their consent for this, please. But I would love, love, love to give this away to you. So go enter on my website. Go to the top of my website and scroll all the way down, and there is a sweepstakes bar. So go enter. Don't worry about not being able to meet me in person. My life coaching can be done completely virtual. So all COVID restrictions are being thought of too. Guys, stay happy, healthy, safe, and I will talk to you next week.